Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religions to customs, festivals to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host, Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。云门是古籍记载中最古老的舞蹈。一九七三年，编舞家林怀民老师以此为名，创办了台湾第一个现代舞蹈表演团体，也是华人社会的第一个当代舞团。这个月，我们将邀请到各个与云门舞集结缘的艺术家们，来为我们介绍云门的历史和最新的表演。Cloudgate is the name of the oldest known dance in China. In 1973, choreographer Lin Huaiming adopted this classical name and founded the first contemporary dance company in the Greater Chinese-speaking community, the Cloudgate Dance Theater of Taiwan. This month, we'll discover the history and some of the latest performances from this extraordinary dance company. And this week, we'll talk to someone who's very familiar with the history of Cloudgate Dance Theater. Inviting to the show is author Mr. Xie Wangling. We're this week. Let's talk about the history of Cloudgate Dance Theater. We're inviting to the show is author Mr. Xie Wangling. We're this week. Let's talk about the history of Cloudgate Dance Theater. We're inviting to the show is author Mr. Xie Wangling. 应该十三声算是他最大的突破嘛？嗯，那他突破了不仅只是舞蹈的语言到某种成熟，他甚至还做了另外的尝试，他让舞者唱歌，而且并不是唱一般的歌，他让舞者呐喊，后来上让舞者去唱咒语，拜欠啊拜欠啊，就是那些道士在去经过了某一种仪式，在做。跟某一种力量对话的时候，后来他让舞者去学习各种唱奏这件事情，甚至让舞者去学习唱那个呃台湾的民谣。嗯哼，他不但是在诠释一个他小时候曾经看过的一个街头表演者，他同时也是用来代表在万华那个时候的那种人生百态，那种街头的。对对，后来也集结了整个那个台湾的民间元素，他带领。了舞者重新去学习，后来也突破了，就是说为什么舞者只能跳舞，舞者为什么不能够在台上唱歌，后来不能呐喊，后来甚至他把那个你现在看到就是霓虹灯啊，那些你招牌式的那种很换气的，可能在舞厅里面所看到到的那些色彩，竟然就搬到了舞台上展演给你看，所以他没有一个。雅俗之分，他打破了这个边界。后来他甚至跟很多在里面听到纳卡西的音乐、嗯、林强帮十三生做的音乐，其实是自己文化。你以前不觉得美的东西，但是经过了他们的提炼之后，你看到了自己的文化的特色。嗯，那是他自己重新去找出来，原来台湾有那么令人骄傲的东西。就是这种东西，这种色彩，或者这种语言，甚至这种肢体，好像其他人是学不来的，因为这时候在这个土地上才长得出来。嗯，第一个，他首先找到了自我嘛，后来发展出属于自己的语言。嗯嗯。第二个，我觉得就是说，他
借由云门的这个平台，他们是相互影响的。就是说，云门二其实到社区做各种展演，比如说到学校去教学生怎么跳舞，还有他们上一些舞蹈课，更更多时候是对生命的沟通，还、嗯、甚至他们到医院去，到部落去。相互学学习，他们也从社区的经验当中学到了很多不同于学校教育的思考。嗯哼，第三个当然，我觉得中龙做的很好的是说，呃，借由云门二的这个平台，其实也让很多的艺术家来参与，进行各种不同可能的跨界的合作，比如说像台南人剧场蔡伯章先生来云门编舞。嗯，让一个在剧对戏剧的人来编舞，嗯，呃，比较大胆的尝跨界的尝试，尝试。那我觉得他一直在做这种，他说什什么人都可以来试试看，什么人都可以来跳跳看。他甚至就比如说，像有一次在两厅医院，我看到他的时候，就是云门在戏剧院的玻璃门后，在大厅做，嗯。一些练习跟彩排的时候，后来外面不是有很多高中生在跳街舞，呃、街舞对着那个镜子跳街舞嘛、嗯。后来他突然就觉得兴致一来，他就把那个玻璃门打开，后来就请那些高中生一起进来跳舞啊！真的哦，对， okay. 所以他们就产生了很微妙的那种互动，就是。专业的舞者也会问一下高中生说：“哎，你们这些舞是怎么跳的？”这样子，后来大家就是彼此观摩、彼此学习，后来甚至会引发学生的兴趣，就觉得哇，我能够跟专业舞者一起跳舞，就是隔了一道门。那中龙常常在做的就是他不断的去突破各种的限制，没有那种。比较多的束缚跟枷锁在身上吧。OK OK，、嗯、打破这种隔阂了。对 ，As the standing artistic director of Cloudgate Two, one of Chen Zhonglong's great achievements was that he allowed dancers to sing. But it wasn't the regular kind of songs you hear on stage. It was more like singing spells, Buddhist chanting, so that the dancers could communicate with some higher spirit. It was to mimic and reflect elements of Taiwan's temple festivals, but it was a pioneering act. But it was a pioneering choice. Chen Zhonglong believed that it didn't make sense that dancers could only dance on stage. He also brought in decorations. He also brought in visual effects to decorate the stage that were not typically used in contemporary dance performances. And he took a lot of inspiration from Taiwanese culture because after he left to travel to other parts of the world, he found that there is a lot to be proud of in the culture from the island that can't be found anywhere else. Cloudgate Dance Theater also takes his social role very seriously, traveling to schools, indigenous tribes, hospitals, etc., not only to perform but also to teach classes to the people there. Another thing that Cloudgate allows for is cross-pollination of the different arts. A lot of artists in Taiwan who would normally get the chance to work with a dance theater will be collaborated on many of their productions. That's it for our conversation about the transformation of Chen Zhonglong's choreography. Tomorrow, we'll discuss the main differences between Cloudgate Dance Theater One and Two. This is another tales and treasures of Taiwan. I'm Joey. Have a good night.